Y'all, what the hell is going on? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, I can do anything. So I'm I'm working on my coronavirus episode, but in the meantime, I think we just need something a little lighter, something a little bit um, what do you call it? Um, not stressful, <laughs> Re- uh, refreshing, funny. So I'm going to go back into the vault, and I am digging out one of my favorite common sense podcast episodes, and that is when me and Antonia sit down and discuss our favorite fictional teachers. I know we have quite a few new listeners, so this might be some of y'all's first time hearing this episode. Funny thing is, this was right around the time where I had gotten fired, and so I was trying to figure out what was I going to do, and so we came up with this episode as a way to say hey like let's slow down let's take a deep breath let's just do something that is fun um and so i'm excited to share this episode again with y'all let me know what you think hashtag common sense pie hit me up on twitter at president pat and we are going to make it through this quarantine some way shape or form we're not going to come out the same But we're definitely going to make it through. So with that, sit back, relax. It's time for the Common Sense Pod. Welcome to a special episode of the Common Sense Podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to note that we do not own any of the audio being used in today's episode. Let's get started. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I can do anything. Welcome to another edition of the Common Sense Podcast. My name is Patrick. And I'm Antonia. And we are back at it again for episode number 18. But this is not a normal episode of the Common Sense Podcast. We're on Thanksgiving break. And so we thought (laughs) that we'll bring you guys something different. They are not just the real teachers in our lives and our education career that have inspired us, made us laugh, made us cry. (laughs) But there are fictional teachers as well that have inspired us, gave us things to think about, and ultimately has formed us as educators. And so what we're going to do is we're going to count down our top three fictional teachers. You ready? Let's go. Let's go. Coming in third place, we got, well, who's your third? Because I have a different third than you. Mrs. Honey from Matilda. Oh. I know. I, I feel like it's, it's. I don't know, she's so sweet. And what you imagine like an early elementary teacher would be and like everything about her helping Matilda and other children just from what I can recall in the film was just so pure. But Matilda's teacher, Miss Honey, was one of those remarkable people who appreciates every single child for who she or he is. I skipped these up for you, Miss Honey. Oh, how lovely. Thank you, Amanda. Okay, listen up, everybody. We have a new student with us today. This is Matilda Wormwood. 
I'd like you to sit over here with Lavender. Now, you all remember how scary your first days at school were, so I'd like you to be especially nice to Matilda and make her feel welcome, all right? Could you get her workbook for her, please? Yes, Miss Honey. You can sit down. Um, so, yeah, Miss Honey, she's sweet. And, like, how she fought back against Trunchbull and helped Matilda yeah. up to read. And just school was fun and Matilda enjoyed being there. And, you know, she's dealing with trash parents. And could she walks into a space that Miss Honey had created for all of them. Or, like, for part of her day, at least, she got to experience some joy. So, Miss Honey. Miss Honey. Yeah. I don't remember the film that much. It's all right. It's, it's all right. <laughs> I feel like I should rewatch it with a critical eye as an adult and see, like what's going on in it but mm -hmm. from what i remember yeah all i remember is that crazy scene where trinchball was like spinning her around crazy <laughs> do you do you remember when she made the little boy eat the cake yeah yeah, yeah. and then the yeah it's yeah it's awful it's a it's an but i do remember it being like a nice dichotomy between uh -huh. trinchball and honey in that and you know movie. you do you remember that was her niece right Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then Matilda going to the library and like the little wagon with books. Like it really resume resonated with me. So yeah. Okay. Miss Honey. What about you? My third place is going to the one and only Miss Sharon Norbury. Did I say that? Let's we'll go with it. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> this is going to tie it really nicely to my second one. So, um, she, if you don't remember, she was the teacher in Mean Girls. Now, I'm not picking her because she was the best teacher, but she did do a lot of things that were <laughs> great. Um, one of the funniest moments in the movie was when Katie was pissed about her grade, and Katie was, you know, faking her work because she was trying to impress homeboy yeah and she goes up to have a conversation with sharon and sharon basically tells her like you know i'm trying to push you you know what i'm saying like <laughs> but I'm you're not ready <laughs> failing you know what's weird about your quizzes katie is that all the work is right and just the answers are wrong really really katie I know that having a boyfriend may seem like the most important thing in the world right now, but you don't have to dumb yourself down to get guys to like you. How do you know? I know. How would I know, right? I'm divorced. I'm broke from getting divorced. The only guy that ever calls my house is Randy from Chase Visa. And you know why? Because I'm a pusher. I push people. I pushed my husband into law school. That was a bust. I pushed myself into working three jobs. And now I'm going to push you. Because I know you're smarter than that. And um, another great thing that she did was um, her and the rest of the teachers brought everybody in the gym to... She uh, doesn't even go here! <laughs> I remember to, that scene. Yeah, yeah. To uh, have, you know, a whole school conversation about bullying. That was also great. Um, but, you know, in, in the movie, she was just so genuine so kind, um, very inclusive, you know, of Katie, you know, uh, getting a new student in the middle of the year is not an easy task. I don't know if you've ever had to deal with that. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, I thought that she handled it well. She was so invested. In and from South Africa. And <laughs> I'm kidding. Did you know the right. scene where she's like, we got a new student from Africa. And then they all turn to the black girl. I'm from Michigan. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, she was super invested. She was tapping into Katie's strengths. Um, just super, super invested. So she is definitely my number three. My number three goes to Sharon Norberry, for real. Nice. Coming in second. Coming in second. Who you got? Who you got? Who you got? I have Mr. Garvey from Substitute Teacher, like uh, Key and Peel. Is that what it is? Yeah, Key and oh, Peel. Yeah. Um, yes. He's hilarious. Oh, that is a real ass teacher <laughs> right there. Period. My favorite one is the the one where he messes up the names. Yes, the white kids. The names. white kid names A A Ron. Balake. Right. D nice. D nice. D nice. She's like uh, Denise. Right. Let's take roll here. Jay Quellen. Where's Jay Quellen at? No Jay Quellen here. Yeah. Uh, do you mean Jacqueline? Okay. So that's how it's gonna be. Y'all wanna play? Okay then. I've got my eye on you, Jay Quellen. Balake. Where is Balake at? There's no Balake here today. Yes, sir. My name's Blake. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Blake. What? Do you want to go to war, Balaki? No. Because we could go to war. No. I'm for real. I'm for real. So you better check yourself. D-nice. Is there a D-nice? If one of y'all says some silly-ass name, this whole class is going to feel my wrath. Now, D-nice. Do you mean Denise? Son of a bitch! But it speaks so so much to, like, the experiences that we have or um, that lots of people have with their names being butchered. And Period. Yeah. Period. I've seen that happen. You know, I'm just Patrick, but, you know, I've seen that happen to a lot of my friends, particularly in elementary school. And, like, un- our name is our name. It's who we are, right? And when somebody just completely butchers it and doesn't even take the time to um, ask how that name was pronounced, but just to kind of place you in a <laughs> completely different identity, like, that's kind of effed up to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but teachers do it all the time. Substitute teachers do it all the time. <laughs> so I was just... It, particularly to black kids, you know, because you, you know, we, we're creative with yeah, our names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm and saying? And it's just funny how at the end of it, he, he messes up. Well, he doesn't mess up the name, but he's like continuing the same name pattern and he gets the black kid's name, right? And he's just like, okay, yeah, moving on. Timothy. Present. Thank you. But then too, it makes, it makes me think of like my name mm. and how people say it incorrect all the time. And I'm immediately like, can you correct him really quickly? Yeah. Oh, well, I say my name every... Can you say it again? It's people Antonia are, people and not... People are still messing yeah. it up. Go Antonia, ahead. not Antonia. So. <laughs> I pro- like, it's... I always feel like a brief second of when I feel... Like, I feel bad correcting people. Like, they're like, oh, hi, Antonia. I'm like, Antonia, nice to meet yeah. you. But you do it so nicely, though. Do I? Okay. Yeah, yeah but you keep it sharp. And it's real it, sharp and fast. But you keep it quick, period. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just like... Yeah. No, because I think people 
don't want to mess up somebody's yeah, name, yeah. right? And then especially people who listen to the podcast because they they're sort of like our friends in a sense in their heads because they're like you know like in our, their heads, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> seriously, no, you know but what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and then like when you mess it up, it's like dang, uh-huh. I, I thought we were like homies. I Okay, so what's your number two? Okay, my number two is going to Mr. Ratburn from Aww, Arthur. Arthur. Yes. First I love of all, Arthur. I think he's one of the first fictional teachers that I had ever met. He's one of the uh, met, you know what I mean. Um, and he- <laughs> Was he black? Oh, good question. <laughs> In my head, he always was. But I'm not I certain. No. I just know that what I know for sure is <laughs> inside joke. What I know for sure is Mr. Ratburn's class was rigorous. Period. Nineteen chapters. Nineteen <laughs> chapters. I don't know if y'all remember the musical episode. He was keen for giving straight up homework every night, making sure those kids was going home, learning, getting work done. He didn't care about what the research said about homework. <laughs> he said, y'all going to read these 19 chapters. Y'all going to do, y'all can get this homework done. I'm going to do all these problems. What are they, in third grade? They were, they were in third grade. They're still in third grade, I think. <laughs> Mr. Radburn made sure that he came to school. I never seen Mr. Radburn with a substitute, period. No days off. No days off. <laughs> he was given projects. He was given tests. He was given book reports. He... Let kids know and what families know what rigor looks like in a third grade classroom. Read 19 chapters of history. List 63 adverbs alphabetically. Neatness counts. Chart the journey that Balboa took. Do the first thousand problems in your new math book. Just a little homework tonight. That's why those kids knew so much. Don't sleep on him. I think he was black. I think he was too. I think he was too. And he was a puppeteer. <laughs> he was. Yes. I forgot about that. He yes. was. He was a puppeteer. Okay. He was involved in the community. He took the kids to the library for read alouds. Come on. Involved. Involved. How often do you see a male teacher? Come on. Come on. Depicted <laughs> in children's television. Dang, that never crossed my mind. It, it didn't either till just now. <laughs> Period, though. I kind of want to watch an episode tomorrow. Yes. You sh- I think you I'm should. going to. We're on break. Yes. Everybody should watch an episode of Arthur t- tomorrow. But he's, uh, he's one of the only male teachers I've seen. In children's television. Okay. I think everybody on the show was black except for Buster. And Buster was a lonely white lonely he was white a kid. White, white, yeah. white rather, yeah. Mm. Even Muffy. Muffy was just light skinned. Muffy was light skinned and she <laughs> and her and Francine had the had like this colorism thing going on throughout the entire yes, series. They did, they did. Right? Because Francine was treated differently. Yeah, Be, because she was a tomboy, and because she was dark skinned Let's be clear. Dang, Francine was angry all the time. She was pissed. Oh no! Oh, yeah, and then she had that sister who was in college, who. Mm, 
I don't remember too much about the sister. The sister was she had an older she sister. She was I remember her having an older, older, older sister. sister. And 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 they had a strained relationship. And Muffy, she was um Muffy was just rich. Muffy was rich and entitled. Uh-huh. And obsessed with her looks. And she treated everybody like shit though. She did. Even Penelope. Oh, Penelope. Who was like, yes, with the hair, slightly weird. But she was, you know, like yeah. she was dedicated to that fortune telling. Remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Muffy was being a hater, as she always is. And then there's the brain. And then. Wasn't that his name? The brain? Uh, what was his real name, though? I don't remember. Was it Brian? Brian, maybe. Brian, yeah. He was a genius. Brian was a genius. That was some black excellence. It was. Come on, Mark Brown. Yes. Come on, Mark Brown. Mark Brown was not black, though. He Let's was be not. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> so number two goes out to Mr. Ratburn. Bringing it home with number one. Who's your number one most favorite fictional teacher? Who we got? It has to be Ms. Grokey from Recess. <laughs> Hey, Only because yeah. she's all, like all the subtle shade about white supremacy. She and was not playing inaccurate historical events. <laughs> she was not playing with those children. Like no. she's like, there's one episode where she's like handing out the book. She's mm-hmm. like, take all this with a grain of salt because it's centers <laughs> white men. Now remember, class, please take this new history book with a grain of salt, since it focuses primarily on the history of white Western males. Period. Right. The end. Teach them early. Yeah, she. I should be here for Halloween this year. You should. I could totally pull that off. You should. I Halloween's over. It is. I'm thinking for next year. I said next year. Oh, I thought you said this year. No. <laughs> Maybe I did. Yikes. Either way, drunk. guys, I'm ready. 2019, Miss Grokey. Make it you should, happen. You should not even wait. Do it December 1. No. Start off the year. It'll be too cold in Houston to wear what she wears. <laughs> Sorry. What's your number one? What we got? Number one, bringing it home, is my all-time favorite fictional teacher, and that is the one and only sister, Mary Clarence oh, from yay! Sister Act 2. Okay, I was worried that you were going to do someone else. What you thought I was going to say? Freedom Riders? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, before I go and talk about Sister Mary Clarence, let's be clear about Freedom Riders. <laughs> okay. Let's just have a conversation. Well, what was her what was her name? I don't remember her name. Her name was um what was her name? Her name was Erin Gruel. Erin Gruel. Okay. Now here's what I'll say about Freedom Riders. Freedom Riders was a movie that I watched with my <laughs> with my class as a field trip in middle school. That movie confirmed to me that I needed to be a teacher. That's that's the that's the truth. Okay. I was inspired okay. by Okay, I'll leave it alone. Then. Hold on. No, no, no. Just, just wait. <laughs> it inspired me. Right? Because I was like, damn, she really, like, was doing some work. You know what I'm saying? She was passionate. She, you know, 
I didn't really see her doing a lot of self work. It seemed like she did that prior to the movie. That's what that's what that's how, that's what the movie depicted. But she was doing a lot of work to help her students heal through some trauma. Now she kind of went a, a little past her boundaries, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be showing up to people's houses. No, you can't. Unannounced. No, you can't. Um. That's how people when they're mine. But, you know, I was inspired. As I kind of grew up, I I did understand the white savior complex. You know, that was not apparent to me in middle school. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay? But the simplified plot. Okay. Okay? I'll, I'll leave you alone with it then. I just think it's okay. Did she teach two years? We don't, she, we don't know how many years she taught. <laughs> <laughs> Up to you. Did her two years and left. Look the, um, let me look at the plot. No, it doesn't say here. She was a real person, though, wasn't she? She was a real I person. I mean, we can find out if she did her two years and went on about her way. If she did, she will be in line with... The rest of them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> Sister Mary Clarence... Let me give you a couple of reasons why Sister Mary Clarence is that. From what movie again? Remind them. That girl from Sister Act 2, period. First of all, Sister Mary Clarence was a showgirl. Okay. She went from being a showgirl to go working at this high school. Okay? Sister Mary Clarence did what all of us wanted or are doing and wanted to do. Well, she didn't care about what the administration said. She 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 said, let's get this done. Let's save this school. Okay? So she was not taking no for an answer, which a lot of us need to do more of. Okay? That's let's oh, child. let's be clear. Two, one of my favorite moments is when she holds the class to high expectations. We see that in the movie, right? They, you know. Oh, oh, okay. He's singing for us now, <laughs> right? You know, like they off the chain in 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 the class. There's no order. There's there's no teacher there, right? Yeah. But she comes in. She sees the class from a strength based perspective, and she says, "You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna like turn y'all into a choir. I'm not gonna see y'all as how the other white teachers have seen these black kids." But I'm gonna like use y'all strengths to turn y'all into something great, right? Her relationship with um, Lauren Hill throughout the movie. What's Lauren Hill character name? Quiz. I don't remember. Come on. I am so sorry. Um, It's been years since I've seen that. All I know about Lauren Hill now is that she don't show up when she's supposed to. All right. Great. (laughs) Thank you so much. For that, Lauren Hill's name was what was her name? Dun, 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 dun. Rita. Remember Rita. Rita, right? Remember Rita? Uh, Lauren Hill was, was was trying to act up in the class, and then she ended up leaving the class by herself because the class was like, "We ain't, we ain't, we ain't got time for it," right? And then Sister Mary Clarence, do you do you remember what she did? She okay. She read. She followed Lauren, or she went after Lauren, found her on the street. And said, "Look, you don't, you don't you don't remember this conversation? I don't. Where she said, you know, like if all you do is think and dream about singing, 
Like if that's I vaguely you, remember this now. Right? You know, like you're a singer girl and then she gave her a book. I know you want to sing. I love to sing. Nothing makes me happier. I either want to be a singer or the head of the ice capades. Hey, do you know what the ice capades are? Don't roll your eyes. They were very cool. I went to my mother who gave me this book. I led us to a young poet, Raina Maria Rilke. It's a fabulous writer. Fella used to write to him and say, I want to be a writer. Please read my stuff. And Rilke says to this guy, don't ask me about being a writer. If when you wake up in the morning, you can think of nothing but writing, then you're a writer. I'm going to say the same thing to you. If you wake up in the morning and you can't think of anything but singing first, then you're supposed to be a singer, girl. What's the point of your story, sister? What's the point? Read the book. And don't roll your eyes about the ice capades. It was a very good living. I just want to point that out. It it just was fantastic. But the best part that showed her like how badass of a teacher she was when she popped up, just as Hillary Swing <laughs> did, she did that home visit to Shirley Ralph. And she said, you, you know what? I know you said that Rita couldn't go on a field trip, but we need Rita to go. She's a soloist. She's a singer, period. And Shirley Ralph closed the door in her face. Not having it. She wasn't having it at all. But what um, Sister Mary Clarence did was she planted that seed in Rita to, you know, that somebody believed in her and she could do that. She could do all things, yeah. right? And eventually pushed her to sneak out the house, but all for the sake of like following her dreams, right? She's also the one who, last thing I'll say was when they did the Oh Happy Day, uh, everybody, you can never forget that scene. No, no. When the when the choir was dry, she wasn't doing business as usual. She was like, hold up. Yeah. La, 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 la. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's <laughs> like, get this together. Right? And then she like had that, that little sidebar and that one-on-one conversation with old dude who hit the hit the high note like she sister mary clarence knows the power of relationships she knows the power of the one-on-one she knows the power of the home visits and she knows the power of banding together your colleagues to go up against your administration for the sake of doing great things for kids and that's why sister mary clarence is my all-time favorite girl i love her so much that was a bit extra. <laughs> he clearly loves her, y'all. Um, so we'd love to hear your favorite fictional teachers. Feel free to tag us in them and post, and we would love to reshare them. Awesome. I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Common Sense Podcast. Subscribe at our website at www.commonsensepod.com and receive the episode a day early. You can also subscribe to the Common Sense Podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. We love seeing your reviews um, and reading them, and it helps spread the message to other educators each time a review is posted. Yes, and we'll see you next time.